if you listen to mama.com, you might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 93, I think. It's the some Sunday. It's the 20th of July, 2008. Hi, Dave. Yeah, and there were some readings about some stuff. We, we haven't looked at the readings. We, we don't haven't know. looked at. Here, here's the thing, though. We're going to go to Mass in about an hour and hear the readings because I'm actually sitting in the same room with Dave, which hasn't happened in... 15 years, 10 years? More than 10, maybe more than 15. I have no idea. Yeah, long time. So anyway, so I'm in Tucson. So we're both in Tucson. And Reiner's scared of all the animals that live here. I'm not afraid of the animals. <laughs> I am appropriately um, respectful of the it, inflictions they're trying to... It's, it, it was, you know what I think it was? is because the, the very first time he entered the house here, there's a tarantula right on the wall. Yes, that and was... I think that freaked you out. Well, that was after we took the flashlight out and watched for rattlesnakes on the That's way to true. that door. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. But, but anyways, it's good to have Reiner out here in Arizona, and uh, he's enjoying He's thinking of moving out here, he told me. Yeah. yeah become, becoming a starving artist and uh, living La Vida Loca, right? La Vida Loca. What the hell living the crazy life. Oh yeah. What's your plan on doing? Oh uh, yeah, I do. I do have my um, Spanish English dictionary. <laughs> I could have looked that up, but I, I, I think you got that right there. So, so, uh, so we're we're not sure. Oh, I've just spiked on that. That's kind of cool. Um, anyways, uh, I'm monitoring my voice level here. We're uh, we're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about today since we haven't heard the readings. But you know, I I think what we're going to do is this, is we were out uh, getting drunk and, and eating last night, and Reiner was coming up with some really good uh, insights. Uh, well, that's because you were asking me about, you know, oh, yeah. these things. And you, yeah, you weren't offering them just, you know, spouting off or anything. I did ask you. That's true. Right, you prompted me, and I spewed appropriate bullshit. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, which is always an important <laughs> skill to have. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what you learn at work. Exactly. You, you learn the right prompts to spew the appropriate bullshit that people well, want to hear. You learn to, to do the prompts, and I learn to spew the bullshit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so. um, but anyway, so we were talking about, we thought this would be a, a middle-aged man's advice for younger women. Besides, do come me. and sleep <laughs> me and do me. Yeah, no. Uh, but no, like actual, like, you know, good things Real to say. Advice. Good good. Good thing, good advice. Let me put. I don't it. know if I can do this, Dave. Don't. Why not? I don't know. You were, you were, you were saying all kinds of good things. You had time. a margarita poured into me already by then, too. Though. <laughs> but we can, we can try. It's kind of early in the day for a margarita, unfortunately. Ah. I could give you a shot of gin if that would help. No, I know. I'm yeah. just. You know that's true. That's true. Hmm. Well, I guess the show's over. <laughs> you could prompt me and see what oh, I okay. say. Um. All right. So. That, now, here, this was my question. My question to you was, what have you learned about women? That's what it was. Oh, man. In your 50-plus... In your Shut up. Well, everybody <laughs> knows it. This is no big secret. Both old. In your 50-plus years on this planet, you've, you've, between women and marriage and dating and daughters and all this stuff, you've learned a few things about women. And so I think it's important that you share this with the world. This might be more your, you know, your path or your destiny. So I don't know. What have you learned, Reiner? 
What have you learned about women? I had a long pause yesterday also as I mulled this over, but I guess I can edit it out. And Should I just it. do like a little, um, I could do like a little music interlude. <laughs> God. You must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. Okay, is that was, enough time? Oh, man. I don't know the rest of the words. Uh, a sigh is just a, a sigh. S- is just a sigh or still a sigh? Something, I don't know. The simple things will still apply. Somebody lied to you, Dave. As time goes by. Oh, God, is that horrible. Anyways, okay, so I've had some time. What what have you learned? What have you learned? Okay, since you sang that song really terribly, we can go to that favorite movie's Casablanca. Okay. And you say, okay, that was all about relationship, right? You know, it kind of was. Kind of was? Come on. Well, I guess it was, yeah. Remember, we'll always have pairs. That's true. You know, yeah, so so, so we'll talk about, you know, Humphrey Bogart and uh, who was that? Uh, I, want, I was going to say Lauren Bacall, but it wasn't. It was, uh, was Ingrid Bergman. Yeah, her mother, Ingrid Bergman. Anyway, so, they're, so they meet in Paris. No, that's not how it starts. I don't know. But, but essentially, they met in Paris. We back, you know. Flash to that later. The Germans were coming through. The Germans and she, but but that didn't happen till after they had met. But clearly they were in the middle of a war, and not the personal one in their lives, but rather right. the <laughs> Second World War. The larger issue, because unbeknownst to um, Rick, to Richard at the time, mm-hmm. um, she was married and her husband was presumed dead somewhere or something, mm. and, and so they, so she was trying to get on with her life, something that you know, I'd like to be able to do. But anyway. <laughs> so you relate to the Rick character. Humphrey Bogart, yeah. Me and him are the same. Only I'm cooler. You should open <laughs> a bar. Okay. That'd be good. So, but what did that? What does that teach us about relationships? Well, movie? I mean, he they were like in love in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the deal. And they were together and he says, okay, let's get married. And unfortunately, that was the day that... The Germans... No, she had got the message that her husband was still alive oh. and wounded, and so then she never showed up. She sends him off on the train, and but the, she didn't. He didn't even know. He why. didn't know. He had no idea. Oh my God! So he was just Poor tore guy. up. He was just like this woman just ditched me at the last moment. Right. But, but the woman. See, but so you're talking about women though. What, what was her thing? Well, she was married to this guy, mm-hmm. still, and she, you know, she thought he was dead. So then she went off with Humphrey Bogart, but. So what does that tell you about women? Well, it's what you were saying the uh, the other night about that the relationship is the most important thing. The the emotions, the the attachment, the connection, yeah, the connection. That's the thing. It mm-hmm. is. I mean, what were we talking about? Like, if you want to go do some woman or something, it's not really about the sex. I mean, that's what I said. I was really lucid last night. You were. I'm I'm less so this morning. <laughs> You can get back there. I can get there. I'm I'm thinking. What was it? It was like, um, yeah. If you, oh, it's because because I was looking at that woman's ass sitting next to us, right? And and so, <laughs> which inspires you to philosophical thought. Correct? It did, because yeah. as you were looking at the woman's cleavage, uh, <laughs> the other woman whom I couldn't see because this other woman was in the way, and we said, "Here's the thing. I mean, if you just want to say, you know, to the to the girl, well, gee, you're." Hot, now, first, first, I gotta say this before you get. 
<laughs> it wasn't like I was still. It's like it was hard. You know, it was like right at eye level. And when I would turn a certain, it was just that. And there was this framing. There was like, that's all that was there was the cleavage. I mean, it's like, well, I, I, I wasn't staring. I wasn't being an asshole. But, you know, it was just, it was hard not to notice. Okay, go on. So I, I just <laughs> and and you're sitting there telling me and I all I can see is the back of this woman and so since you distracted me with this cleavage that I couldn't see, give me this philosophical talk. I was in the, the frustrated mode of you're telling me there's this cleavage there which I can't see through the back of this other woman and as I was trying to, you know, get a glimpse of this thing. I finally gave up in it, and then I noticed that this woman had a nice ass that was in there. But as I was trying to look through her, the you know her body to see what you were looking at, I didn't see what I was looking was there for me to see. You know? But that's when you started to talk about women being insecure about their bodies. Wasn't well, it? just the fact that if you wanted to, you know, create something, and that's when you asked me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what if you just say, man? you're hot, I want to do you. I said, that won't work. Right. right. Because instead what you need to do is say, is to, like instead of saying, man, you got a nice ass. If you said that to her, she would just think you were a jerk. Right. And, and she does have a nice ass, but you would say, you know, oh, you have a lovely figure or something. And then she would feel appreciated rather than lusted after. But, but you were also talking how your mindset as as a as a guy it has to be a little different than just concentrating on grass or whatever, right? I it's mean, true because they'll see right through that in a in a split second. Well, you know, if you can fake sincerity, you've got it made, though, isn't that? <laughs> it's hard to do. Yeah, you know, but you actually have to kind of it has to kind of go beyond just concentrating on those body parts, right? right. And that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, if you if that's all you want, then you're going to be a jerk. Now we've got that whole, sometimes that seems to be a plus somehow. I don't understand why, but yeah. the women go for that. But, but yeah, I'm saying they don't really, even when they go for it, they're not really happy. They don't feel secure. They don't feel cherished is what you Exactly. Say. They don't because they're not. Mm-hmm. If I'm just going, wow, that's some nice party parts I'd like to touch. Okay, I'm done touching them now. Go away. Right. <laughs> then, that doesn't really do it for them because they're looking for that connection, connection, feeling of self-worth, which they should have, but somehow they need mm-hmm. reinforcement. Some, I guess so. Some. You also were talking about just that idea of letting them know that you're they're on your mind, that you're thinking about them. It's true. That And not just, you know, <laughs> not just about their ass. <laughs> exactly. That we're not just trying to. I'm not thinking of you because, gee, you know, I, I, I want to do you exactly. Mm-hmm. But that, oh, I thought of you and brought you this. They like that because it means that you are thinking of them and about who they are rather right. than what they are. Because right. if you think about them and say, oh, I thought you would like this because. You like these things. They go, hmm, he thought about stuff. Beyond, like, yeah. right. But but their image is important to them. Mm-hmm. They real. I think they realize that we are visual creatures, which is, you know, demonstrated by this fact that 
you could not help but keep your gaze out of that woman's. Listen, I already explained this. I know that I was not gate. I was not gazing. At, it's really? just when I was looking at other things in the restaurant. It's just that when I would get to a certain, you know, as you're looking. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to stop talking about <laughs> this. Talking I'm going to stop talking about this. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, you're saying they understand that we're visual I, people. See, I'm not trying to, you know, blame you for this. I'm just illustrating the point that, yes, the visual does attract my attention. Right. That's correct. So, so they try. So they recognize that They fact, recognize right? that. They all know what they have and what they don't have. I mean, like we said that too, the most stunning girl in the world that you look at she will tell you what's wrong with her. Say, right. She'll say, oh, my, this is to that. And we're going, huh? <laughs> yeah. And we say, your this is just fine. And your that is pretty good, too. And we like all of this, that, and the other thing. But they won't, you know, they don't. Own, I mean, they do know that. Because like, that's how we get it, too. Like, as I, I flew out here, I spent four hours in the Charlotte airport right. laying over on the way to Tucson. And there's this mass of humanity. I mean. Women with nice legs know they have nice legs and they wear short skirts because they want... They know what to emphasize. They, they and know that. looks good. But, but they don't... They somehow always seem to be concentrating on that thing that's wrong with them. And by wrong, I mean that isn't what they think it should be. I mean, they could have a, a, a great package and all they'll say is, oh, my arms are flabby or something. And you're going, what? <laughs> I was too busy looking at your breast to notice your arms or something. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. Just, I'm just saying that, you know. Yeah, right. I mean, diamonds are like that. They, You know, you want a perfect diamond? Kind of. But if they have some little flaw, that's character. I mean, right. I, I don't want, you know, totally blue-white and without blemishes. Not is that interesting to me. I don't know. Right, right. And yeah, too much of it is like it's like there's a falseness about it too, or there's yeah. a kind of a I don't know. So is this is this rambling we're doing here? No, we're we're having a conversation about a specific topic <laughs> that I think of is interesting. Well, it's interesting to us. I'm just wondering if we're, you know, know. interesting to anyone else? Yeah. I or, think it would be. Or or is or am I just loading the guns for somebody to shoot me down you know oh, possibly probably but that, that's you know that's a given it'd be like that's walking. a given that someone's going to disagree or think oh well, you're a sexist pig or it's whatever true. even if you know even if not you know? it's like the given that when we're walking through the desert that something's going to try and attack me something including things that are just um vegetative life exactly that you know probably shouldn't be considered to have those kind of conscious desires but those are trying to attack you as well. they are they're trying to reach out and stick their needles into me and they talk about the rock slides that occur too sometimes. no dave but thanks for bringing that up <laughs> i just wanted to expand your sense of danger to the mineral well, you, kingdom you, as there, well there were many of those things that's true animal vegetable and mineral you know yeah i mean don't discriminate against the mineral they're out to An kill animosity you too. right against me that's true it's, yeah it's, it's universal it is true. The whole place is just out to get me. <laughs> so it's just like dating. Like dating? Yeah. Yeah. It's they're dangerous just, too. They're just every place you look is just a landmine or poisonous venom trying to just kill you. So. You really need a vacation, don't you? 
I'm on vacation. I mean, like a long one. (laughs) I didn't check to see if I won the lottery. I'm thinking like Tahitian Island somewhere for you or or Caribbean Island. That's that's my objective, Dave, but I've had... Buy your own island? No, no, no. I've always sort of like wanted to go to Tahiti, but I don't want to go by myself. Sure. So I have to go through this, what do you call it? Ring of fire to... To somehow get somebody who'll go with me. Mm-hmm. But aren't there, you know, T- Tahitian people are, are lovely. The women are lovely. Wouldn't you like to meet a nice Tahitian girl? No. No? See, that gets into the whole. I see, I, because I, she's going to be in Tahiti. And exactly. You're, gonna, you're looking for something more. I am. Okay. Right. I actually want that relationship. Okay. I want to take them home and have them sit on the couch like you're doing. When we see if you were a hot girl, this would be better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But you probably we probably wouldn't be talking on microphones either. We could be doing a show. Doing a show with a hot girl. We've we've discussed that. Many I know times. we have discussed that. That would that would help things a bit. But anyways, how what does this have to do? Not with foosball. But what does this have to do with God and religion and and, and or or with spirituality or what have you? What we're talking about all the stuff we've been talking about. Our middle-aged man, male perspective on women. What does this have to do with spirituality? You know, my daughter actually has a book called Sex God that I just got done reading. Really? Yeah, it's it's a Protestant book. Okay. So there's a lot of Protestant thoughts in there, but it's actually pretty good. That's good. Don't rip on the Protestants this show. Let's have a one show where you don't rip on the Protestants, okay? <laughs> I'm busy rap, ripping on the fauna and flora that's good you always got to rip uh, on something so. i do <laughs> right. so we can leave but anyway process. so you like this protestant it was, book it was it, it had correct thoughts in it okay I thought. like and, what and, well it was all about how that um you know sex and spirituality are closely linked and i've mm. been there before too yeah and it's like i mean like you think about the trinity the trinity is about relationship yeah that's true why is god one god in three persons because the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit represent this relationship. And God made us in his image, so we... He represents the relationship of God to man? Is that what you think that is? No, it represents... If you think that God is love, what does love mean if there's only one person? Oh, yeah, that's true. So you've got... It implies an other. It does. Mm. So God is love. So, So when you talk about relationships, you need to have... And you say, how is this spiritual? It is spiritual. You're emulating God, who is love, in your relationship. Mm. Now, if the love is wrong and that I don't have a relationship, I'm just using you, <laughs> then that's, you know, like you're not a person, you're an object. Yeah. Which, and, and I. It's not, it's not a love relationship. It's, it, it's a. It's a it, see, notice what you said. It's not a love relationship. See, that's what it should be a love relationship. I should relate to you on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in Tahiti and I find some woman and I end right. up having a good time on some over the lagoon, you know, hut or something, that'd be great. But then what happened to my relationship? There isn't one. I'm, I fly back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm back to being ungodlike because I'm by myself. All right. But now <laughs> let me ask, let me play devil's advocate here in that, don't you have you have work relationships? You have people that you have people that come into your life for a short time. That doesn't mean you're, you're not loving with them, or that you're not. Um, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, 
any relationship is time sensitive in some ways, even if you're with someone for 20 years or 40 years. That's true, but if I'm having sex with them, it should be indicative of a more ongoing connection. Connection. Mm. And if you just, I mean, yes, I'm seriously shrinking God to, you know, a an interim period. God is eternal, right? If I say, well, I love that hooker I slept with last night. I for the you know, paid her hundred bucks for an hour. I'd probably have AIDS if I paid her that much. But anyway <laughs> Let's say you paid a thousand dollars. Anyway, yes. And then but see that but then it's okay that my relationship was for an hour. That I I've bastardized the whole concept. I mean I'm it's still has some feelings and characteristics of love and that I've related during that period and had the you know, contact and everything. But. Well, you know, a lot of people these days, Doc, that think that, uh, you know, sex can just be different things, that it can be, sometimes it can be this deep emotional connection, sometimes it can just be a physical thing between two people if they're, they're agreeable to that. Oh, well, those people are wrong. <laughs> well, okay. But I, I'm telling how would you, besides that short answer, what might you say to those people? <laughs> what I just said, that, I mean. But, okay, but seriously. I, I mean, no, some seriously. Pe- some people feel wrong. that way. The thing I said before that, that I can't make, I mean, I can. People do it all the time, right? They sex is, oh, it's just a physical release, and I don't, and it's fine. You can do this. You can't do that. But it's it's essentially it's ultimately unsatisfying because you're not emulating. I mean, the I'm emulating a certain characteristic of the godness that is in me, right? I'm built in the image of God, so I need to be who I am, which is God. God is a relationship of love. So when I <laughs> make that into little compartments of, okay, I had sex with you and I'll never see you again, it, it doesn't. It's not authentic. Well, there, but okay. There's ranges within that too, because there's people that have sex when they're in a relationship. They maybe not married, but maybe they're together for three or four years. And so, what's that mean? I mean, it, that that's a loving thing when they're there, and it doesn't work out. Does that mean they shouldn't have had sex before that, or, or, or you know, these these don't these questions get a little complicated in terms of. Are are you saying that there has to be some other part to it? There has to be some other... I'm saying you can't separate God into parts. Mm. That's the thing. If you take out and you say, I like this sexual part of the love relationship, so I'm going to compartmentalize it. Well, when you've done that, you don't have God anymore. You have sex. Mm. And then sex is ultimately not satisfying because you're... It looks like, like I say, you've got a God hole in your heart that you're trying to fit in. Well, this thing looks like it fits. Yeah, but it's one-dimensional, basically. Oh, so you think when people are having sex, they're still looking for God? Sure they are. Okay. They want love. Mm. Sex is part of love. This is part of love. But it's like that. I need, you know, a cube. <laughs> sex is one of the sides. So if you look at it from the right angle, a cube and sex look the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you turn to the side, you say... Hmm. Love is a lot deeper than sex. And so, and when I try to fill the cube-shaped hole in my heart, 
with a square, it covers the front of it, but behind that is still a big it's empty space. Empty thing. Yeah, so. But what does this have to do with football, Ryan? <laughs> it being football, we should be out at a bar with hot chicks playing foosball and and learn about their inner, you know, thoughts and feelings so that we can... Um, so that it won't be... No sex for you. Exactly. Okay. So. All, right. All right, everybody. So I guess we're done. What do you think? Sure. Think that's good. It's yeah. good. All right. Um, so, uh, again, welcome or... or we're, we're, we're talking to you from Arizona. We're going to go and look for more poisonous, dangerous um, things. First, to... we're going to go to church and pray that the poisonous things don't find us first. That's right. And then and then we're going to go try to avoid them whatever way we can. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. All right, everyone. See you later. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com.